You're listening to another episode of Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. All right, Total Talk Nonsense with John and Scott. I'm John. And I'm Scott. And this is episode 293. That's right, John. Episode 293. It's one episode after the Julie episode. Yes. That's the second time Julie has visited Jesus us. Jesus Julie. Jesus Julie. But now, John, uh, you mentioned to me that uh, the more she participates on the show and the more she is involved with us, the less faith she has Well, in I her don't know about faith. that. She, she reflects on she what reflects. we've discussed. I don't know if it... If it makes her faith strong, I, I didn't understand that. I get very confused when she when she talks. <laughs> Interesting. So it makes her reflect on things, and then maybe she ponders how uh, how lucky she is to have a relationship with God, and what lame asses we are, or for not. <laughs> it could be yes, yes, or what a wonderful relationship she has with us. Ah, yes. And how could she? How lucky Those she is heretics. to have two heretics Those in her heathens. life. Heretics. <laughs> yeah. I'm wearing different headphones today. Me too, John. It's very different. Because I you... forgot mine. I'm wearing... Um... Let me check. Hold on. <laughs> what, are you, what are you wearing? Vic Firth. Vic Firth. Oh, those the headphones are terrible. <laughs> Why are you wearing those pieces I just, of shit? I, it's the only one. I grabbed them. Oh, I'm fine. I'm totally fine. Those are the worst headphones. Those are for drumming. They're, you're you're going to have a headache within a half hour. I'm totally they fine. They squeeze your dude. head. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I have All a right. big head. It's, All it's, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's hey. that that that's for sure. So getting back to Jules. Yeah. Uh what Jesus fascinates Jewel. me, and not just Julie, but anybody who thinks like Julie or thinks like us, the the way we process information and how different that is. Um and it, it's based on a foundation. Our foundation is of uh, the natural sciences, I guess, right? Yeah. Her foundation is more something that falls outside the natural sciences. And the effect it has on her consumption of information and how she catalog it, catalogs it, categorizes it, whatever, right, is completely different than how we do that same process. And I'm fascinated by that. Um, and I tried to get to it a little bit. Like, where does critical thinking just collapse for her and spirituality takes over? And I asked the same question about us. Where does critical thinking, does critical thinking ever fail us? Like, do we ever push critical thinking aside because of a specific belief that we have? And no matter what the evidence is, we're not going to change that belief. I don't think so. But I don't know. Oh, what you mean if there is no evidence or there is evidence and we still... Right, if there is evidence, if we ever rejected something that there is evidence for, and I can't think of anything. Like, And we even talked about it on the show... If there really were a God, what would it take to convince us that there really was a God? Yeah. Because the first thing we would do is think that we are something's wrong with our brain, we're delusional. Yeah. Uh, is everybody sharing the same delusion? Uh, and, and what would it take for that to happen? Which I think is a fascinating question in itself, John. Right. Uh, but getting back to Julie, uh, it 
I was trying to figure out what it was that where critical thinking, she just throws that out the window and, hey, this is the way it is because. And what was fascinating is when we talked about sin and she said that, oh, that's, you're, you're misinterpreting sin. Sin, you should learn. Like if you make mistakes, you should learn from that and you should lead a less sinful life as you move on, as you get older and mature. And we never asked this question. Does God base his decision on whether you get into heaven or hell based on how much you've matured and how less sinful you are? I always thought you just had to accept Jesus as your yeah. Savior. And you could do whatever the fuck you want. Well, that's the thing. You know, uh, the Bible gets interpreted so many ways. Right. So That's the other thing that came it, out of that, too. It's, uh, they'll kind of bend that weird, if you want to call it logic, or reasoning any way that fits their argument, obviously. Obviously, we all do that, but some take the the little mysticism and twist it even more. Well, it's magical, so I can twist as much as I want, because it's not reality. Well, here's the thing. if she, Let's say she was a member of a church, and she went there for 10 years of her life, and she was in the same church with 50 other people. If we had every one of those people on the show, we would have 50 different interpretations. Right. Uh, with like a, this overall summary, but that's why of, they have church to try and get them all to sing the same tune. Yes, yeah, and singing is a very big part of the church, John. Yeah, Hallelujah, mm-hmm. Hallelujah. So the one thing about Hallelujah uh, <laughs> about Julie is that when it we we had Satan showed up and he yes. had a debate about masturbation whether that was a sin or not. And she would just not accept that as a sin. So it's interesting because uh, the Lord, her Lord, says masturbation is a sin, but she rejects that. So is yes. that that's using critical thinking, or is it? I can't figure that out. Well, it's again, it's just bending the the argument in favor of. Okay, I want to believe in God, but. There's some rules that I should be allowed to break. You know, homosexuality no. is an ab- abomination, but on the other hand, um, eating shellfish is not, even yeah, though it fine. says it is. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating, John. <laughs> What's the matter? Did I derail you? No, no, not at all. I, I'm still trying to comprehend. Who said, who said uh, was it Gal- Galileo or said... Why would God give us the capability of logic and reason and expect us not to use it when it comes to belief? Right. Right. So, um, yeah. So I I find that fascinating how she consumes information and how different it is from us. Right. Um, But uh, always a pleasure. Well, she's brought up in a family of very, very... uh, Devout, I think Protestant family. They're very um, religious, very, very so much so. Well, and there you have it. So um, I don't know. She finds comfort in it. She seems to be a very nice person. Um, even Billy Ray, um, she uh, had said uh, that uh, even Julie doesn't think that she's the spawn of Satan. Um, so she must not be all that bad. Although she hangs around with, you know, groups that are, uh, bigots that, that, you know, uh, promote bigotry, which is the, the Christian church. But I don't know if she even goes to church as far as I know. 
Hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, she comes on. She, we we always have a, a wonderful discussion, right? Uh, a pretty good time. Yeah, it's we'll okay. have to have her on again because it's really not fair to, to discuss her, her belief system without her here to defend herself. Why not? We do that all the time. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> why not? <laughs> So uh, again, a lot I gotta of controversy. Play with, a band John. with her, it's not. Like, I gotta live with her. It's a like having another wife of controversy again. Uh, not as much as the first time she was on, but a lot of controversy stirred up. And I think one of the main things was she suggested that the when a baby is born um, and it's not breathing, yeah, and was then that it starts last, breathing. Was that last yes. show or the show before? That, that? was last show. And it starts breathing. That is a miracle. And so I, I on the show I said, "Look, it's not a miracle. I'm sure there's an explanation. Yeah. I, just, I just that's not my field." And our, our smart listeners, our very smart listeners, yes, lis- uh, listeners, uh, uh, Billy Raddick uh, in particular was uh, had some links and said, "No, it's it's no mystery. Here it is." And she still rejected it. She said, "No." You can't say that because I've had children, and it's a miracle. Period. Period. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to kill me. I have to... (laughs) She's going to hear this show and stab me in the face. She's not going to stab you in the face. That's right. It's a sin. Yeah, it's a sin, and she's... No face stabbing. Fortunately for you, she probably already stabbed somebody in the face, and she's learned from that, and she won't do that again. That's how it works. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. So, speaking of Julie, we got a uh, phone message. A phone message. Yes. All right. On the TTN hotline. Would you? Should we hear it? Should we listen to it? Of course. All right. Let me let me bring. Before down. you bring up the uh, call, <laughs> here we go. What's our phone number? <laughs> oh. So, if other listeners want to call in, uh, now usually we screw this up. No, I in a major I, I, way. No, you screw it up. No, I don't screw it up. You I, screw it up. What is our phone number, John? If you want to leave a message, it's a Skype number. You can get to us on Skype if you have a Skype account, or you can call us on your cell phone. You could call us at two two four Big Rod One two two four Big Rod One or two two four two four four seven six three one two two four two four four seven six three one. You know, it'd be better, Scott, if I just. Would make a stinger or a bumper stinger. or whatever yeah. you want to call it uh, for the phone uh, for the hotline. But you could also Skype us at uh, uh, what is it? TTN underscore something or other. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it uh, TTN underscore J O N? TTN underscore J O N. That's the Skype ID. Yes, and we have voicemail set up so you can leave a yes. voicemail. Yeah, it actually if, works now. If you happen to uh, call in while we're recording, you can be on air, John. Yeah, and Bambi Jones called Sunday, I think, but didn't leave a message. We should probably post and let people know that we're recording, and then they can call in. Good idea. What a great idea, John. <laughs> what a great idea. I'm too lazy to do it. <laughs> you do it. All right. All right. Uh, right now, call... The lines are open, right? That's right. Um, uh, The other thing is, I think it was you, you posted the clip of uh, Tetanus. Yeah. So I got in a very reminiscing mood, and I started listening to some old clips. 
And it made me think that we've been doing this for 10 fucking years. Man. I know. 10 years. Not only that, uh, we used to do it in a studio away from the house. And almost anything used to go in the studio. You know what I'm saying, right. John? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the shows were a little bit different. Looser. A <laughs> little loose, weren't they? <laughs> they were a little they were looser. They were a lot loose. Back then. My One God. of the things is we used to have a bunch of guests over because you didn't care because yeah, it wasn't right, your house. Right. We could blindfold them. Right. I think we did that to Professor Tom, didn't we? A blanket party on We blindfolded him. I picked him up at the train and blindfolded him. (laughs) I had so much wine that night, I don't remember anything (laughs) happening. I don't remember one thing from that night. I have some pictures that we took, but I I, I don't remember anything. Hmm. I do remember you saying, are you going to be okay to get home at... Two blocks. Two blocks, man. Two blocks. I'm out of here. I was blasted. Uh, blasted. Uh, I haven't been that drunk in a long time, man. Professor Tom News, he uh, sent a couple of things out to like his page. He's got a couple of new pages. Well, he's one on is, Man Cow all the time now. One is They're called, pals. Yeah, yeah. One is called <laughs> Kids Show. <laughs> Kids show, kids show, something like that. Is he getting back into podcasting? That's what I want to know. I don't know. He's always doing something. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. He's but he's uh, not Professor Tom with that. No, no, he's not. <laughs> is he? I don't know. No. no. Is Professor Tom his kinky sex persona? Yeah. And then he's got yes. a new handle for kids show. Yeah. If that is a, is it a podcast? <laughs> I don't know. I know he's doing uh, more of his, you know, magic and stuff like that. Whatever you want to call it, he's using science. And he was on uh, he was on WGN TV uh, doing a demonstration of fire eating, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which was uh, very cool. Um, we got to get out there and see him again. He invites us all the time. I just I never get an invite. Oh, you, you don't? get invites? Oh, yeah. Just let me know. We all can go. Time. We can date. No you. doubt. We can go on a date. To see Professor. Yeah. Last time we brought Rick with us. Yeah. Remember that? I remember that. Remember we went to the beacon afterwards and you had to push your car out of the driveway? (laughs) No. (laughs) What? Remember that? Are you talking about when I was like 18? No. I remember. You're like, hey, man, pull. All right. Turn the radio down. Turn it down. I turn your lights off. Go past the house, past the house. And then you disappeared into the night and we get to the beacon and an hour goes by and you're not there. All of a sudden, you saunter in. Hey, man. You sit down. What? Where the fuck have you been? Okay, man. So after I got out of the car, you know, there's my neighbor. And I run right into him. So we start chatting it up, blah, blah, blah. And then he leaves. And I get to my car. And I start pushing it out of the driveway. I go, hold him, hold on. <laughs> what do you mean you're pushing your car out of the driveway? Well, well I didn't want... Uh, my wife to know that I'm I was home and then I was going to to the beacon, so I start pushing out of the driveway and I see her and she sees me, so I push it back in the driveway and I stand there and she doesn't see me, so I push it back out into the street and I drove here. I don't remember the story of at all. Of course you don't. Are you are you blocking out of your mind? Rick remembers it. Why would I do that? That's ridiculous. I know it is. It's crazy. Why would you do that? It's crazy, John. <laughs> How long ago was that? This was like 2006 or something. Was it? 
Hmm. Well, you stopped playing in 2009. Mm-hmm. So it was sometime... I didn't stop playing. I got kicked out. You didn't get kicked out. All right, let's move on. Oh, wait. <laughs> no, let's back up. You got... What do you mean you got kicked out? You didn't get kicked out. You got all mad, and then you were like, I'm not playing. I'm just going to stand here. Base. Yeah, because like nobody told job. me we were going to have be a Van Halen cover band. Oh, wow. ah. <sighs> we played two Van Halen songs. No, no, you don't remember the last two practices like I do, John. Okay, how were what were they like? Rick came over. Yeah, I listened to Diver Down, so we're gonna go through that whole album. <laughs> no. oh, you're okay, so great. full of shit. Then the next oh week, I thought God, we were done with Van Halen, and Rick comes in. Yeah, I I learned I got the whole for teacher. Uh, yeah, I learned the whole album 1984. So we're gonna do that tonight. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm done. Shut up. Why did Shut you just say up. that? Why didn't you? say hey look i don't want to play any more fucking van halen i really like working man let's play more rush all right let's move on john so oh apparently that's that struck a chord that's a sensitive what what sensitive spot for you the the band kangaroo chord no it's not at all no no if i you were a good uh, bass player too i was i'm st- i'm not anymore what's the last time you picked up your bass uh, my son a, probably pay, plays better than you <laughs> It's been a while. <laughs> How long? I, I It's been a while, all right? I played my bass and my guitar last week. How about that? How about that? I've been playing my drums every single day. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right, all right then. Go. So we I'm were talking sorry. about I Julie. Apologize for, for what? <laughs> I don't know. You seem upset. I'm not. And then we're going to play this voicemail that yes. we got from who? Uh, Skeptical Zach. Skeptical Zach leaves us a voicemail. Do you want to hear it now, or yeah. you got another... Uh, before we do that... No, hold it, wait. Oh, uh, no, I'm I'm s- no go, go ahead. You no, you it. said, wait, what now? <laughs> what? I was kidding, go oh. ahead. Oh, hold on. Uh, I'm going to kill you. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking maple syrup Knob Creek tonight. Dude, I smoked maple knob creek. What a bad idea. I bet you I bet you know if we save that bottle it'd Why don't be worth you drink something. the other stuff? It's because they don't better. sell it anymore. Drink the Seagram's cherry. I feel guilty about bringing this shit over, so I feel that I have to consume it I'll all. Give it to the kids. <laughs> Here kids, here's some cold medicine. Ah, for your pancakes <laughs> and waffles. Alright, here we go. This is a skeptical Zach leaving us a voicemail. John Scott, Skeptical Zach again. I guess I missed an episode there, so I'll comment on John's teeth thing with the unnecessary uh-huh. dental surgery thing. I don't have that problem that you have with the um, receding gums, but I do. I'm, I turned, just turned 30 a few months ago, and I've never had my wisdom teeth out. But all my wisdom teeth are, like, totally straight, and, like, I have room for them, and so... My dentist has been bugging me to get in the house since I was like fucking like 19. And I, I've always, you know, refused, mostly because I'm just too chicken shit to get put under. I've never been put like a, under anesthesia and I'm kind of scared of it. But also, you know, I, I've always been concerned like, you know, is this an unnecessary surgery? So when my dentist really pushed me and my wife and my mother were all pushing me to get the surgery. I asked my dentist, I'm like, you know, 
is there any reason you want me to get my wisdom teeth out other than the fact, you know, the, the reason they give me is because, oh, you might not be able to clean it correctly. And he said, no, there's no reason why you should get them out other than that you may not be able to clean them correctly. So I, I told my dentist, you know, until I start having problems with my teeth, I'm not, you know, I don't want to undergo the surgery because I feel like it's you know, unnecessary. So uh, I definitely agree that the dentist can push you to do things that are sort of unnecessary. So, you know, but hey, your gums are receding, Scott. Get your mouth, your fucking roof of your mouth cut up and get it fixed, man. You don't want to lose your teeth. My mom lost her four, you know, two or four front teeth when she was like 50 because she had periodontal disease. So, you know, you don't want to walk around like a gap tooth fucking hillbilly. So, get your <laughs> shit fixed, Scott. I think you should. Anyway, guys, uh, loving the show. Keep them coming. Me too. All right. Well, that wasn't it. There was another. Well, hold on. I don't have periodontal disease. I just have my dentist set up, or periodontist said it was the perfect storm. Because uh, of the way my teeth point backwards in my mouth. So I got none of the um, bacteria that usually causes receding gums. It's because I'm so tight, John. I'm so tight. Yeah. Uh, and I don't have sensitivity. <laughs> I don't have any of that shit. And if if I do lose four teeth fall out, then put four fake ones in. I don't care. <laughs> what do I care? It's got to be less painful than cutting skin off the roof of my mouth and grafting it. <laughs> what do I care? <laughs> you said it didn't even take for your daughter. No. Well, that was different. Now, to wisdom teeth, here's my right. My wisdom teeth, <laughs> when I got older, they started to push my lower teeth together. My yeah. lower teeth are all mashed together. And I started to get headaches every once in a while. Not really headaches, but like this jaw pain because of my win- wisdom teeth. So I had wisdom. Those, wisdom. I had those babies pulled out, John, and they yeah. put me under. And uh, I like being under. Yeah, I got one they want to rip out. A wisdom tooth. A, yeah, it's on an angle, and yeah. uh, it's it's messing with my uh, bone graft back in my jaw. Yeah. See. But I've talked to other people who've had their wisdom teeth out where they had no issue. And they said, hey, get your wisdom teeth out. And they took them out. And now they have sinus problems and all sorts of... I tell you that story where they pulled my wisdom tooth out. One of them is you. Yeah. Yeah. And he says, blow through your nose. And it came out my mouth. The tooth? No, the the, the (laughs) sinus. uh, He said, hold your nose and blow. And I did. And the air came out the hole in my mouth. It's like... See, uh, that's not good. He's cool. like, that's not good. So he jams something in there. I fly to Arizona, and the next morning, I'm in an excruciating pain. <clears throat> and they put me on a antibiotic, and it took five days to clear up. And I go back to see the guy, and he goes, oh, yeah, that's, oh, whew. yeah, that's no good. We have to clean that all out and sew it up and whatnot. So anyway, that wasn't the message. Skeptical Zach left one before that one. That was the one he he called back later. He left uh, two messages. He left two messages. Here's the first one. We heard the second one first. This is the first one second. John Scott, what's up? Skeptical Zach. Sorry, I haven't called in a while. I've been uh, sort of behind on your guys' show. Then I finally caught up, so thought I'd drop you guys a line. I got uh, three points on tonight. First one's about the... Uh, <laughs> The Conjuring movie, Ed and Lorraine Warren, um, Monster Quest, which is a podcast, um, did a really great episode on this. 
And uh, one of the guys that's on that show, or used to be on that show, Joe Nichols, I believe his name is, he was actually on Sarah, Sarah, Sarah Jesse Raphael back in the 90s, like arguing with this guy. It's a pretty funny clip. Um, uh, basically, you know, of course, those guys are full shit. I know. I know you guys already know that, but I'm sure Julie would be interested in, in listening to that Monster Quest episode. Well, probably not, actually. Anyway, um, second point, um, Dix. Yes, uh, I, I, uh, let's see how I put this. So you guys are talking about observe and report, you know, the part at the end where the guys running Did around. Did you say dicks? Yeah. And that's the uh, actual, the, actually the movie that, uh, inspired my first call to you guys. Um, I don't know if you guys remember the, uh, pitching it, who I thought was Scott at the time. I got you guys mixed up. I remember and, uh, that. And, uh, I'm so mad that I have that Blu-ray John. God damn you. <laughs> You're a bastard. Anyway, uh, my larger point when it comes to dicks is that I think you're right about Scott being afraid of the dick. Like, uh, you know, whenever I watch porn, I don't want to watch a guy with like a, a tiny little dick. I want to watch a nice giant big cock, and I'm sure uh, John Silver Sam like, Scott just might be a little bit afraid of the uh, uh, other side there. So maybe you should explore that a little, Scott. And my third point is about Julie. She uh, definitely redeemed herself with that song. Wow, man, that was kick-ass. I actually rewound it and listened to that twice. Um, she may be a hot mess when it comes to the rest of her, uh, her performance, but damn, that song was good, Julie. Congratulations. Awesome. Anyway, guys, I'm glad I'm caught up on shows and, uh, uh, expect to hear from me more often. Bye. Oh, man. Oh, props to Julie. That's right. She did a song. That's right, John. All right, let's take his points uh, in order, if you will. You got problems with dicks, Scott. Uh, Conjuring movie, he recommended a podcast episode. Yeah. I can't remember what podcast, but if you rewind, you can hear that. Yes. Uh, number two, observe and report. Yes. Monster quest. His original phone call he called in was blaming me for recommending that movie when it was you who recommended it. And I was I was like, what? Doesn't anybody listen did to the show? Did you man? I did not. Ugh. And yes, you did. Uh, when it comes to dicks, uh, I don't have a fear of dicks. I like if I gay. do see a dick, I like to see it big and hard. All right, I'll just I'm leave it at gay. that. Oh, in your mouth, right? <laughs> so, when you're looking down on it. Is it going in your face? And number three, I don't even know what his third. Oh, it was about Julie. <laughs> yes, Julie uh, sang, sings very well. Um, we were supposed to have a, a karaoke contest, weren't we? When she comes back in, yeah. Yeah, oh, I yeah, Mr. Biggs! Biggs, and uh, I think Phil, the newsman, wants to get involved in that, yeah. too. He's apparently got some pipes. <laughs> and there you have it. Oh, my God. That's, I like him big and hard, not flopping around. <laughs> no, man, when, when we went to see, uh, what was that movie uh, with uh, Silent Bob, Jay and Silent Bob, where they save, uh, uh, what's her name? Um, Alanis Morissette is God and Dogma. Dogma. And Chris Rock falls out of the sky ass naked. And the first thing you say is you oh, I don't need to see that. What is that? I don't need to see I don't need to see that. It's for the whole fucking movie. <laughs> All you talked about was Chris Rock's acting. Oh, jeez. Why does he have to talk? What oh Oh, he's awful. Oh, he's an he's awful, awful actor. We, I got it the first time. He's a great stand-up comedian, and it's just—it's so depressing when a great stand-up comedian can't fucking act <laughs> to save his life, and they keep putting him in movies <laughs> and ruining the movie for me. 
I don't gotta see. What is that? What I want? Right next to me. Right next. Every movie we see. What was the last movie we watched together? You you moaned through was, the whole thing. <laughs> it was at your house. Yeah. Yeah. I came over. We watched oh uh, the the Millers. We are the <laughs> we're the Millers. Yeah. That movie was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, speaking of movies, John, this is a nice segue. <laughs> we got some bad news in the entertainment industry. Oh, yeah. Harold Ramis at 69 passed away. Now, Harold Ramis, um, for our international audience, he's, he's probably known internationally, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Now, he, he was an actor in Stripes, and he was in Ghostbusters, but he really did most of his work behind the camera where he was writing, he was directing. He just got a, a shitload of movies that were so great. Yeah. Uh, and when I think about those, John, I'm Stripes, gonna, Caddyshack, Ghostbusters. I'm going to try to put them in order here. <laughs> Groundhog right now. Day. I'm going to try to put my top five. Harold Dude, Ramis. I, I pounded a beer already. I haven't. I haven't drank and pounded beers in fucking two years. Uh, it's going right to my head too. Okay, here I got. I my tell top you, I had five. a kidney stone. No, no. Number eight. They're calling me Ocho at work. <laughs> I prefer Stony. <laughs> Go ahead. My top five, John. Are you ready? My top five Harold Ramis movies. Now, this is he acted in in some, and he uh, yeah. he wrote and directed others. I think he he played a part in writing all of these. Oh yeah. Uh, number one, Groundhog Day. Number two, Ghostbusters. Number three, Caddyshack. Number four, Animal House. Number five, Stripes. Right. And there you have it. Uh, just and then when uh, you talk to uh, I don't talk to him, but when people talk to a Judd Apatow, yeah, he says, "Hey, oh, Harold yeah. Ramis he, he was that was guy. my man. That was the guy because he he got a start on uh, was it Second City? Yeah, yeah, because right. he's from Chicago, right? Yeah, he he actually he started uh, with National Lampoon and uh, Second City, um, exactly. Yeah, and he ended up moving back to Chicago." He ended up living in the North Shore area. Yeah, because he uh, said he L.A., nobody's from L.A. Yeah. People just moved to yeah. L.A. So it's kind of sucky. So he liked to be back where he could represent. Right on, John. Yeah. Uh, and did you know that he and Bill Murray didn't talk at all after Groundhog Day? I did not know that. Why? Yeah. What happened? Um, it says here, uh, he, he was saying that uh, for some reason... They parted ways, uh, and um, they had disagreements over the tone of the film, and Murray wanted it to be more philosophical. Ramis preferred to nail the punchlines, and it made for a very tense production. And it says here, at times, Bill was just really irrational, mean, and unavailable. He was constantly late on set. Um. What I and this is what Ramus was saying. Uh, what I'd want to say to him is just what you tell your children. Uh, you don't have to throw tantrums to get what you want. Just say what you want. Um, and uh, so he says. Uh, uh, another person said uh, they were like two brothers who weren't getting along. Groundhog Day screenwriter Danny Rubin told the New Yorker New Yorker writer. Uh, after filming ended, the pair stopped speaking to one another, although Ramis tried un- unsuccessfully to corral Murray into his film, The Ice Harvest. What the hell is that? <laughs> I don't know. What, did, what was that? Did we get a phone call? No. 
<laughs> freaking me out. What, what are you doing? I'm not doing anything. So, not me, uh, man. Ice Harvest, the 2005 box office and critical dud ripe for reappraisal. Um, anyways, it said here, uh, but Ramis still had no contact with Murray, but praised the actor's work in Rushmore and said he was grateful for their previous collaborations. Bill was a strong man. You do a movie with Bill, a big comedy in those early days, just knowing he could save the day, no matter how bad the script was, uh, that we'd find something through improvisation, Ramis said. That was our alliance, kind of our big bond. I could help him be the funniest uh, Bill Murray he could be, and I think he appreciated that then. And I don't know where that went, but it's there on film. So whatever happens between us in the future, at least we have those expressions. And uh, Bill came out and said um, in a Rye Murray-esque fashion, Harold Ramis and I together did the National Lampoon Show off-Broadway, Meatballs, Stripes, Caddyshack, Ghostbusters, and Groundhog Day. Murray said in a statement, he earned his keep on this planet. God bless him. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's too bad that they didn't talk. And, and on one hand... Something very important I forgot to tell you. What? Don't cross the streams. Why? It would be bad. I'm fuzzy on the whole good-bad thing. What do you mean, bad? Try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total protonic reversal. Right, that's bad. Okay. All right, important safety tip. Thanks. It's <laughs> <laughs> just great, right? It is, but that story you just read is, is uh, makes me sad, John. Yeah. Uh, so Bill Murray... Uh, He's arguably a genius. I mean, the guy is so good at what he does. And so I don't know which way to lean on that. From what I understand, this Harold Ramis is like the coolest fucking guy yeah. on the planet. It, his fame, his celebrity, his, his work that he did, it didn't change him. He was the same guy, the same nice guy. He treated everybody with respect. And for them not to talk, you'd have to throw that in Bill Murray's lap because we've heard stories about Bill Murray. Bill Murray can be a pain in the ass. Uh, he doesn't have an agent. He doesn't like to work with anybody. If you want him to do a movie, you call Bill Murray. And he talks to you and decides if he wants to do your movie or not. Um, so is that a, is that an, uh, a quirk of, of his genius? And you uh, forgive him for that? Or... It makes me sad that story, John. That they didn't. Yeah, uh, they didn't, they didn't patch have it a up. relationship or patch it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is kind of sad. Well, but who knows? I mean, uh, <laughs> we don't know. We don't know the whole thing. What do we? Because we don't know what we're talking what about. What do we know? We don't know anything. No. no, nothing. The more we know, the less uh, we know. You know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. The more exactly. we figure out, the the. the <clears throat> more we figure out the uh, the let's little hear, we know let's hear another um another uh, uh harold ramus in stripes how about that yeah. how about that so how many of you would say you speak english fairly well but with some difficulty a little english yes you speak some english son of bitch shit, son son of bitch, shit. classic movie scott <laughs> classic wasn't it <laughs> no 
It was, yeah. <laughs> stripes is great, man. I love stripes. Stripes is great. Here's another classic Stripes. You're going to finish basic training. Oh, yeah? You're going to keep your mouth shut. Oh, yeah? You're going to do everything he tells you. Oh, yeah? And you know why? Why? Because you talked me into this. That's why, you idiot. It was your idea. Remember that? Yeah, I remember that. There's a line in that movie where they pull up to the Army recruiting office and, and the policeman comes by and says, hey, you can't park here. And Bill Murray says, I'm not parking. I'm abandoning. <laughs> and I got to use that line. Um, when I won a car, I was driving like a week before I bought this new car. This car I'm driving conked out on me and I pushed it into a gas station, into a parking spot. And the guy came out and said, you can't park that there. And I said, I'm not parking it. I'm abandoning it. <laughs> How many times have people used this, this whole bit right here? Come on, it's Czechoslovakia. We zip in. We pick them up. We zip right out again. We're not going to Moscow. It's Czechoslovakia. It's like going into Wisconsin. Well, I got this shit kicked out of me in Wisconsin once. Forget it. <laughs> right on. Forget it. It's like going into Wisconsin. Wisconsin. When we were 18, John, we used to go to Wisconsin all the time because yeah. the drinking age in Illinois was oh, 21. dude, I was just telling a story um, about that. Um, we'll get to that when we talk about my son's birthday. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Here's another one. Here's another one. I collect spores, molds, and fungus. <laughs> That's going to be a mainstay on the show. I collect spores, molds, and fungus. <laughs> I don't know why, but we're going to say that all the I time. I collect spores, molds, and fungus. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yes, we do. We do. We do. Yes. I'm gay. Egon, right? That was right. his name in Ghostbusters? Right. Egon? And uh, my kids were very sad to hear that because um, they love Ghostbusters. It's one of their favorite movies of all time. I saw, when Ghostbusters was out, I saw Ghostbusters eight times in the theater. Did you really? Yeah. I love Ghostbusters. I saw quite a bit, too. I had a huge just... crush on Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> Who didn't, man? I, I always used to like pause uh, the scene where she's in her underwear and alien in the first one. Because you could see like her little banana boobs underneath her t-shirt. You could kind of see her muff in her underwear. Uh-oh. Because they were in space, John. Unknown number. Should we answer it? Sure, why not? Hello, you're in the air with John and Scott. He's John. Hey, John Scott, it's Max from Hey Minutes on High. What's up, Max? Uh, what's up, man? <laughs> what's happening? What's up with you? Not a lot. Working hard and not getting enough money. Hey, ain't that the same for all of us? Oh, it's a sad song. It is, isn't it? But you enjoy what you're doing, right? At least you enjoy what you're doing. I Tell hate me that. Hell. You hate it? I hate it to hell, yes. Then you got to do something else. Yeah, I just fixed my resume, so uh, working on it. There you have was it. Was it broken? It, it was in bad shape. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't touched it in 15 years, so. So what are you doing that I'm, you hate, that you've been doing for 15 years? My wife hasn't touched mine either in 15 years. <laughs> um, well, my job changed. The stupid company bought my stupid company and told me I can't do what I've been doing for the last 15 years. So you l used to like what you did, but the new company said you're not going to do that anymore. That's correct. I see. The, the guy, I used to do desktop computer support, 
me and the guy that sits next to me, and he got outsourced, and he gets to do that, and I get to. I don't. I don't even know what I'm doing. It's I get a new job every day. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, that blows. How long has that been going on? Um, what's going on in there, John? Hold on. I, I'm, I'm trying. Sorry, Max. I'm trying. I'm trying to fix. Sounds like you're wanking it in Shut there. Shut up. <clears throat> Go ahead, Max. Months. I don't know. Uh, it, it's changing. It changes every day. Plus, they just let uh, two whole departments go. It's it's it, everybody's miserable. It's a terrible. That's called riff. That's called a riff. Reduction in force. Yes, yes. and we had one two years ago. They got rid of two hundred people. This time they got rid of thirty-eight people. But it was like the entire art department and the entire marketing department. Whoa! Did you ever wow. see yeah. Up in the Air with uh, George Clooney? <clears throat> Were the two Bobs? Involved? Um, I don't even know what no. that question means. It's an Office Space reference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny because we used to have three bobs in one cubicle. So I thought maybe I mentioned it somewhere. How many Neils? <laughs> I, I don't. Sorry, Neil and Bob. Neil and Bob. Get it? Yeah, Neil no. and Bob. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. It's like a joke, right? Yes. It's like a joke. Scott, it's, you're so yeah. dumb. That's right, Max. It's like a joke. It's not a joke. It's like one. Listen, you can't tell a joke. funny. <laughs> Listen, look, I'm laughing. Hey, you guys still crack me up more than anybody ever, so. Right on. Oh, hey, thanks, so man. this, what what do you like doing? You like doing desktop support? Desktop support, yeah. What does that mean? Tell me what that well, means. Well, um, the memory ads, uh, hard drive changes, hardware failures, software installs, that kind of thing. So how do you how do you get notified of this? Do you get a call from a user, or what happens? Well, of course, there's a help desk on the other side of the planet that gets called. Where on the planet is that? In India? Is it in India, uh, like yeah. Cap Gemini or something? Or yeah. So they get a call. And, uh, hey, this person needs more memory. And then right. you, you run over and install more memory? Yeah, basically. There's a, there's a ticketing system. The call gets logged and ticketed and assigned to a desktop support person. So you get to meet a lot of people. Oh, yeah. The great part of my job was it was never the same. You run right. around all over the place doing something different, meeting people. Right on. I dig that. And they they be like, I don't know what's wrong with my computer and you tell them it's an ID10T error. <laughs> See, he That's gets it. Joke, Scott doesn't get it, yeah, but it's Max idiot, does. All right. It's, idiot. Yeah, like you. Yeah, I get it. Idiot. I get it from idiots. <laughs> I got a great help desk story, Max. Are you ready? I'll tell I'll tell it as quickly as I can. Uh, back in the DOS days, I used to do uh DOS. Paradox. Is that the name of the database? Paradox yeah, Development? that's right. Yeah, so I did development, and, and somebody had some of my software, and they called somebody. me up. Somebody. They called me up and said, hey, I got this problem. And I said, all right, here, we're going to help. I'm going to fix it. We're going to help you. I'm going to help you fix this problem. <laughs> and there was some key command where they can get to a DOS prompt. So they would open Paradox, the application, <laughs> hit this key command, and they'd go to a DOS prompt. And then I would have them do some stuff. <laughs> I remember the story. <laughs> And then I would say, okay, we need to leave DOS, and we're going to get back to Paradox, so I need you to type in exit and hit enter. So they would type it in, and they'd hit enter, and they'd say, bad command or file name. 
I'm like, what? <laughs> I do it again. <laughs> exit. Type an exit. Hit enter. I get the same thing. Bad command or file name. And I'm going out of my mind. I'm like, what the fuck is... <laughs> that is not... I'm hitting exit and it's... I'm getting back to paradox. What is going on? All right. Try one more time. This time when you do it, tell me what you're typing in. Okay. Exit. E-X-I-C. Exit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'm like, all right, I know what the problem is. I know what it is. We're going to fix this. You can't fucking spell. It was unbelievable. Exic. Yes, that's my greatest help desk story. Somebody of all asked time. me once, I was working at uh, Dominic's, and he's like, How many mumps have you been working here? I go, What? <laughs> How many mumps? Mumps? Yeah, mumps, you know? Like, December, uh, oh, months. Yeah, mumps. Yeah, mumps. What's wrong with you? <laughs> shit in your ear. Yeah, you fucking idiot. Oh, about eight. I don't know. Mumps. All right, Max, mumps. what is your greatest help desk story? Desktop support story. What do you got? Well, the legendary desktop support story. Oh, wait. Let me tell you mine because it's, it's, it's better. I had a, a user who requested an external... CD drive because she wanted to burn some files. So I bring the drive up. When I get to her desk, she has a desktop computer with a monitor on it, and the computer is upside down. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, well, I can hook this up for you, but your computer is upside down. (laughs) And she said, yeah, but it doesn't have a CD drive. And I said, but your computer's upside down. And she said, is this the CD drive? And I went, yeah. And she said, would it work if it was right side up? (laughs) (laughs) I promise you that's true. That's a rhetorical question, right? (laughs) No, no, no. And you know what Shark Tank is? Shark Tank? Yeah. No. The show? No, no. It's a it's a column in Computer World where you can win a free T-shirt if you get if you submit a story and they publish it. Oh, so, oh, oh, yeah. You got published? Is that where you're going to tell us? I got I got published. I won a nice, free T-shirt. Nice. Nice. Yeah. It's out of sight. I, I put her computer right side up. She said the ergonomics team told her that it, it was better that way. <laughs> <laughs> it was better that way like it was feng shui or fucking with her <laughs> the ergonomics would work better if it was upside down there's guy some guy at work i've heard this story too somebody told me uh putting a, a usb mouse in somebody's pc and then messing with their mouse you know, moving the mouse around while they're trying to work. Ah, you know, I see. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And another one, um, I was gonna try. I never did, but it was. Um, you take a screenshot of their desktop, and then you clear off all their icons. <laughs> and you, use the and image you, you and yeah. the desktop image, right? <laughs> they can't get anything to open. 
That's classic. That's a good yep. one, man. Well, you I don't have to that. get rid of them. You just hit hide icons and they disappear. In the uh, environment that I work in, it's a it's an <laughs> it's a policy that if you leave your desk, you have to yeah, lock yeah. your computer. Mine does it automatically because people were fucking typing shit. I'm gay on mine, and it'd be going across the screen. <laughs> it automatically it, it it takes a while though, right? It takes like you could set it right, yeah. so it's right. typically right. fifteen Our, minutes. Right. Right. But we have electronic signatures and the whole deal, and they're afraid that other people will log in and electronically sign something, and it's a bunch of BS. But anyway, you're supposed to lock it. (laughs) So what we used to do is if our colleagues didn't lock it, we would go into their email and send an email to like 12 people and say, hey, I feel like buying lunch for everybody today. (laughs) 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 Please reply to me and tell me what you want, and I'll go get it. Yeah, right. we would get the random "I love you" off of somebody's. Uh, yeah, broadcast. And the reply to all, we we still get every once in a while. You get a reply to all, and it has happened. The old corporation was like fifteen thousand people. Sometimes a reply to all could get out of hand. Well, you used to be able to send messages to people's desktops. Uh, I forget the name of the uh, the message send command. It's a run command, and you could, like, broadcast the message, and a pop-up window would come up. Yeah, I never learned that, and it's so easy, and it's one of those things I just never ever got. It. <laughs> that, that was fun, too. But they blocked that from me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you left a message that you were doing a show tonight. I'm just thrilled that you guys are doing a show. It's what I look forward to. Every weekend, uh, I put you on in the car and uh, and listen while I make my rounds. And, awesome! Uh, I just want to say hi and and uh, glad you're doing another show. Thanks. How Max. you doing, John? Are you are you healthy? Are yeah, you I'm, I'm feeling pretty good actually. I was just telling Scott they call me Ocho at work because I passed another kidney stone. It was the last oh. day of the month. It was the busiest day of the month. My doctor put me on another diuretic and. And I, he, he told me with the other diuretic, I wasn't allowed to take a certain medication to stop the uric acid buildup. <clears throat> so I, I kind of mixed it up with, I'm not supposed to take it with any diuretic. Well, I was supposed to take it with the new one, and I didn't. So on the busiest day of the month, um, I had to sit for eight hours while passing a kidney stone. Can you strainer? No, I just pissed in the toilet and reached in my piss water and pulled it out <laughs> rinsed it off and showed it to everyone i even put it next to an m&m and took pictures of it <laughs> brought it into the doctor the next day and uh and yeah it's, you were so proud yeah look i know it's number eight <laughs> they call me ocho uh, but i want to be called stony i want stony all right stony I think we can go with that. I guess you can't pick your own nicknames. I don't understand that. I'm okay with Stoney. Okay. All right. Scott? Uh, anyway, yes, John. Are you still here? Die. Yeah, of course, John. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up! I'm awake, man. I'm awake. All right, dude. We're glad to hear you back in the air. All right. Thanks, Max. No problem. All right. Take it easy, buddy. You too. All right. Bye. All right, that was Max. Max, that's it. 
from <laughs> sc- uh, s- s- Screaming Argonaut. What does he call that? The Screaming Argonauts, John. That's it, the Screaming Argonauts. <laughs> countless Screaming Argonauts. Right on. They're countless. You are can't you, even count how many there are. Is There's that so fucking many. whiskey going to your head, man? <laughs> <laughs> no. The maple syrup is. <laughs> the sugar. Right on. The sugar. Oh, I meant to say, you, uh, you posted the tetanus, yeah. and I reminisced, and yes. I started playing clips from, um, I was at work. And I started playing, and I work in a room with like 20 guys, and I started playing clips from, you know, whatever. Like we have stupid clips. We have like 12 stupid clips, and we have stoner clips, and I'm playing those, and I'm, (laughs) it was after lunch, so I still had my little Pepsi with my ice, and I'm drinking and playing, and I'm spitting shit all over, (laughs) (laughs) and I'm trying not to laugh out loud. Because I work with like 20 other guys that are in this room. And I, I had to shut it off finally. Yeah. Because I was doing a test. Can I play something <laughs> that I've heard before? <laughs> and not laugh. And not laugh. Uh, and I couldn't. I could is, not it, do I, it. I have listened to Tetanus at least 100 times. And I cannot fucking <laughs> stop laughing. I cannot. Even though you know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. <laughs> T T anus, are you sure? <laughs> tetanus. It's tetanus, you idiot. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's tetanus. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who are, who are just tuning in and have never heard the show, this is what we're talking about. Next and last story is out of the Journal of American Medical Association. John, really? It says tongue piercing caused extreme pain in a teenager. They had to do a study to figure that out. <laughs> I think that would hurt. Come on. You? Yeah, right. Uh, the practice was previously caused brain abscess, heart infection, tetanus. <laughs> <laughs> What's tetanus? <laughs> Tetanus, you idiot! (laughs) Are you sure? (laughs) T E T anus tetanus. And in one case, a second tongue. Wow. What? In this case, Uh, the tongue stud rubbed a nerve and triggered stabbing pains that lasted 10 to 30 seconds and struck 30 to 40 times a day. (laughs) Doctor's advice, this is unusual, but don't pierce your tongue. Tattooist advice, make sure you get pierced by a pro and use implant-grade studs. Ugh. The summary here, tongue piercing linked to pain. <laughs> oh, man. That's now, brutal. Wait a minute. 
How, How could it cause tetanus? <laughs> Is that if you had like a rusty stud put in? You'd yeah, get tetanus? Yeah, tetanus. <laughs> <laughs> that is classic, man. <laughs> and then our other sound bites, uh, tet and all that stuff, that came later. Yeah, later. When we reflected we reflecting on tetanus. On tetanus. <laughs> tetanus. Tetanus. <laughs> tetanus. Tetanus. There's one other clip that just... Um, I start perspiring, <laughs> I laugh, I just can't, it's, it's a compilation clip, John, and if, can I play it? Yeah. Is that possible? Yeah. Am, are, am I hooked up yeah, and everything? I, you tell me, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Here it is. This is a compilation clip. Uh, it's kind of long, but uh, yeah. I, I, I end up laughing and sweating <laughs> in the whole deal. Oh, yeah, this one. <laughs> this was a collection of intelligence judgment. It was relied on by the harbor prior to administration and the other world leaders in Congress. <laughs> are you okay, dude? What are, what's wrong with you, man? <laughs> are you all right, man? Congress. For dramatic effect. Okay? You fuck face. <laughs> Former North Carolina Senator and Democratic Vice President. <laughs> John Edwards. Wait a minute. Did you say Democratic? Democratic? I don't know. I might have. Are they cra Demi Crappers? God damn it, this is important. Had I known at this time, I would never have voted for the war, Edwards wrote. Senior dirt. <laughs> Senator. <laughs> Come on, man. John Edwards wrote in a Washington Post editorial column today that his vote in favor of an October 2002 joint resolution authorizing the use of U.S. armed forces against Iraq, it was based on, quote, John, inaccuracy, intelligence, had I known at this time, I would never have voted for the war, Edwards wrote. Well, the senator, Jay Rockefeller, also blamed faulty intelligence for his vote. I would never have voted yes if I had known what I had known today. The senator said. Mm. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> you know what we gotta do? We gotta stop this right now. <laughs> Who's gonna listen to this? <laughs> I 
That's right. <laughs> All right, we got to stop. I can't go on. No, we I, no, I can't. What? Fine. What do you mean? <laughs> I can't go on. You can't go on to do what? Ooh. All right, let me try to go on. <laughs> A 37-year-old Saratoga Springs man is accused of putting a roasted chicken in his pants as a means to steal it on Tuesday evening at the Price Chopper on Railroad Place. So that's one way to stuff a cock in your pants. (laughs) Oh, no. John Moron Hand of 6B Make Your Own Way was charged with petty larceny. (laughs) You bitch! <laughs> you all right? That, that's a very funny job. <laughs> Come on, Phil. <laughs> Wrap it up. Phil, thanks for you. Well, thank you, Scott. <laughs> I try. I think I have a contact high. <laughs> Does anybody have some barbecue chips? (laughs) All right, then. Next story. Or did I even finish the last one? (laughs) I don't think I did. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Oh, my God, dude. I'm sweating. Oh, I, I, I have a headache. I, I do too. <laughs> oh, my face is killing me. Oh my god. <laughs> we gotta stop. Who's gonna listen to this? <laughs> we are ten years later. Ten uh, fucking years, man. In March, right? For those. <laughs> Who are interested? That was episode twenty nine. Wow! <laughs> oh my god! Uh, episode twenty six and twenty nine, we partook, John, <laughs> in a big way. Oh man, those were the days, man. That's when we were in the studio. Studio. The studio. <laughs> oh. Ooh. There's one, just one more. Hold on, <laughs> <laughs> just one more. I think I have to go to the uh, actual TTN page to find this one, because I don't know where it is. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Julie just texted me. Uh, Jesus, Julie, what are you guys discussing? <laughs> Can she call in? I'll ask. All right, here's here's one. It's a very short. It's very short. But it uh, never fails to... Uh... <laughs> Perpetually indignant, Dr. McCoy cautions Kirk. Caution Kirk. Don't let her touch your wand, Jim. <laughs> or you'll lose all your power. On a very rare occasion... I'm a doctor, not a bricklayer. seems to find love, his partners quickly die off. After one of his lovers have his croak, Kirk's adonish, adon, Kirk adonishes, ad, <laughs> Kirk adonishes, admonishes. Ad, you dyslexic fuck. What are you saying? I'm just like the W. Admonishes. Yeah. You dyslexic 
fuck? <laughs> oh my god, that shit's hilarious. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can't even talk, man. My throat is so fucked up from laughing. Woo. Oh, you all right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we got a call coming. Hello, you're in the air with John and Scott. He's John. Hi. Hi. It's (laughs) it's Jesus Julie. JJ. What's going on? What's going on with you? Where are you calling from? Woodstock. That's. I seriously can't hear anything. (laughs) <laughs> Great. <laughs> Hello. Hello. What's going on? Can you hear us? <laughs> yeah, this isn't working out. Are you calling from a landline, a cell phone? Cell phone. Cell phone. Here, call us back. She's going to call us back. Bloop, bloop. <laughs> what was the problem? Why couldn't she hear us, do you I think? I don't know. She's swimming in a pool or something. I don't know. I just hung up on her. <clears throat> Call back, Julie. Oh, this isn't a live show. <laughs> I've lost my <clears throat> my voice or something. It's going away. All that. Man, I'm sweating too now. Jesus Christ. All right, John. What? Uh, here's some other big news. Oh, oh we got our call, our call back. Yeah. Hello. 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 Can you hear us this time? Hello. Hello. <laughs> you can't hear us? Can you hear us? What am I saying? You're saying, can you hear us? Can you hear us? Where am I saying? Ah, very good. So you can hear us now, and we can have a conversation. And I can't hear you at all. No? So we're cutting in and out, is what you're saying? I can't hear you at all. All right. This isn't working, all right. John. Okay, there it is. There. What, what did you do? I fixed it. How did you fix it? I'm a genius. What did you do? I'm not telling. Okay. We have a bad wire. It was a bad wire. We're going to blame it on the wire. John came to the rescue, producer of the year. That's right. Nomination. Second place. (laughs) And he fixed the bad wire. Well, he didn't really fix me, so does that count? Yes. Hey, so, Jules, uh, one thing we yeah. haven't talked about yet is the gig. Oh. You guys had a gig at Excuses, and I managed yes. to catch the first set. Yes. Oh, John, I don't know if you told Julie this either. Uh, Skeptical Zach called in, and he's very impressed with Julie's singing ability on last episode. I did. I actually told her because I listened to it last week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I did relay wow. that message. He uh, listened to the song twice. He was so impressed. I'm very touched. Thank you. And if you listen to the show, because I know you don't listen to it unless you're on it, so now that you're on it, you're going to listen to it, you'll hear him uh, speak highly of you. Yes. Oh, my God, I'm so honored. Really, I am. We don't speak as highly of you, but he does. No, No, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay you don't speak highly of me. No, of course I do. That's so, 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 okay, let's go on with the gig now. Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> How was it? Ask- How was it different than any other gig? Was it different? Was it the same? Was it better? Was it worse? 
No, it was it was like probably one of the best. One of the best. One of the best. Yeah, we had our game yeah. on. We did. We had our game on big time. Oh, I I meant to ask you this question. Okay. You set up. You got the microphone. You got the keyboards. And I've I've seen uh, you play. Uh huh. I've seen the band many many times. I've never seen you play the the keyboard. Is that just, you just set it That's up like... That's because you're so goddamn drunk every time you see it. <laughs> you just set it up like, oh, I can play this, but I choose not to? Or do you actually no. play it on... What I songs have no do you play idea why on? we bring that thing. <laughs> do you play it at all? She oh does. Oh my God, yes I do. In the song, the song, Remember Walking in the Sand? No. The one that we, I play a significant amount of keyboards in that song. Walking in the Sand? Yeah. How does that go? It goes, uh... <laughs> and you How play keys on this. Da, I'm supposed to believe that. Yeah, she plays She plays just some triads. <laughs> I do. I play chords, man. I play chords on it. Right and, on. Um, yeah, it was a good show, man. We, we rocked. She also played harmonica. I did. I played harmonica in um, middle of the road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I play the keys. I do the keys in the song um, "Just Like Heaven," but I don't know if you've ever heard us play that song. It's always way at the end, and Scott yeah. usually has to go home. Either that, or I'm tired? I'm too incoherent no. to be able to no, understand. No, he has to go home. <laughs> no, it's because he. It's, no, you, I had to pick up my daughter. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, you whatever. You, your diaper was full. That's what happened. Oh no! Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> depends. Yes, it was. It was depends this time. Your poise didn't work last time. <laughs> Speaking of my daughter, I have another question for you. Scott doesn't use a tampon. He uses a pillow. Julie, you. Uh, <laughs> Really? <laughs> Is that was that funny? I don't think it was that. that was, Julie, that was you awesome. <laughs> Yes. Get it together. You work for the DMV, right? Correct. All right, so my daughter has a permit and she comes yes. home and tells me, "I don't have to go to the DMV and do the driver's test and the written test. I can do that in class and then take like a certificate to the DMV and just get my license. Yes. Is that true? Depends. Yes, it depends. It, it depends. <laughs> what does it depend it, it on? Is, it is true. However, she has to, A, qualify to get the certificate from her teacher. Yes. And two, her birthday. A and two. A and the other thing. Two. I did that on purpose. <laughs> no. And C, no, I'm kidding. Anyway, um, the other thing that it depends on is when she comes in for her exam, her birthday cannot land on a spot check day. If her birthday lands on a spot check day, she will have a drive whether she has that golden ticket in her hand or not. Nice. And what is a spot check day? Is this like a once a week thing? It's a no, one in seven have, chance. Is it a one in five? What is it? Every three months, we pick three numbers, and those three numbers change every three months. And let's say, let's what day does your daughter's birthday land on? The twenty second. Okay. Well, depending on 
I mean, that number might be chosen. I see. If she, you know what I'm saying? Like I if get it. We choose like 5, 15, and 26. I'm just saying those are random numbers. That's what we would choose. And anybody that comes in to the DMV in the month of January, February, and March, if their birthday lands on any of those three days and they have a certificate, they would still get a drive. Understood. Technically, okay. if you choose three numbers, they're not random. Just want to clear that up. <laughs> okay. We'll pick them out of a I hat. Chose, I was just saying I just chose yes. three random numbers. That's what I meant. No, you can't, that's doesn't make any sense. That's you can't oh, choose God. three random numbers because you're choosing them. Okay, for a fact, they're not, okay. Technically, they're not What's random. Jesus fucking Christ, <laughs> sweet baby Jesus, get on technically, with it. You cannot choose randomly. You're just trying to find some way to make me wrong. You can't no. choose randomly. I'm just trying to help you. Oh. This is a <laughs> this is a way to educate. I'm educating. I do it oh. in a very arrogant way, but <laughs> that's <it's>, obvious. <laughs> but it's <laughs> it's an education, is what I'm giving. I'm giving this. You know, if you were, could you imagine if he was your teacher, you'd fucking cut your wrists. If you were a Hindu, if you were a Hindu, education is the highest. Uh, thing that you can accomplish. Education. Highest educating. Thing. And I... I'm thing? not. Yeah, the highest thing. The highest... Um, honor. Uh, honor you can have is to educate, right? Right. Uh, and this is what I try to do. I try you're to trying, do this. That's all. You're trying <laughs> to educate me? Yes. You're trying to get me to graduate? Yes. <clears throat> well, if in Hinduism, if you do graduate... Uh, you get to walk with God, right? But you have to live oh. 2,000 lives before you do that. Okay, well, I'm on life number two then. Life number two, so you, you're, you've been reincarnated? You're on your way. I'm on my way, because this isn't the real... <laughs> never mind. <laughs> what was the life before you were Julie? Was that a different life? Is that what? Is that funny? <laughs> That's a serious question. She's been drinking. Okay. I, no, I haven't. Stop it. I have not. You have not had any drink tonight. She was. Saying. She was uh, over at my house on Saturday. I was. And where were you, Scott? Saturday. Um, yeah. I, I didn't invite him. <laughs> yeah, John doesn't invite me because he doesn't invite me. That's uh, baloney. What? Oh yeah. What was yeah. the last time you invited me to your house? Oh, not to my house. I thought you meant like invited you to do something. Oh, oh yeah. No, no. Not to my house. Don't <laughs> be ridiculous. A, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> the only time I'm allowed to, at Scott's house is to drop him off when he can't drive. I dropped him off. Or when he needs to push his car out of the driveway. I let him go. <laughs> or, or when he has to drop the kids off at the pool. <laughs> All right, this is a family show. I don't get that. I, I, you got something when going on between you. When it's you're like pooping, these... Scott. <laughs> you dummy, it's a joke. <laughs> no, it's like a joke. It's a like a joke. Ah, that's like a joke. <laughs> we had a call just before you. Max called. Yes. Uh, yeah, he called uh-huh. to say hi. Uh-huh. How's Max? He's great. He's doing. He's doing well. I don't know. He's a little, little. Uh, 
He's not happy with his job. Verklempt. Yeah. Verklempt. He needs to get his resume together and get yeah. the shit uh, going there. Give it to Scott. Get some other opportunities. He should give it to you, Scott. He should. You could help him out, right? No doubt. I am highly respected in the field. Plus, you know how to educate. <laughs> you know how to make people better. That's right. Well, I don't oh, know. If I don't I can know do about that. that. I've taught him how to use <laughs> jumper cables. I knew how to do yeah. that. You just seemed to be having a down day, and I figured, I'll oh let John. yeah, that's. I was having a down. I was having I'll a down John. day because you said, "Can you help me get my wife's giant uh, SUV from the fourth floor of this parking lot because it won't start?" Yes. Nice. <laughs> I was just trying to lift your spirit, yeah. Sean. By yeah, wake me up out of bed at 10 o'clock at night and do, drive me to Kmart to pick up jumper cables because you don't have any. And then you want to return them. Oh, well, yeah, why not? Oh, we're done using these. <laughs> I will need to use them again. Like, can we return these? <laughs> That's not entirely accurate. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get the thing started, and your wife yells at you because you messed up all the radio stations, but it was because she left the light on inside the car, <laughs> and it killed the battery. Yes. <laughs> yes. Hold on. But my, says, my, on, my wife us now. loves telling that story. Yeah. Because it's about my character. So we get her car started again. The radio stations are all fucked up. She starts yelling at me because she thinks I fucked up the radio stations, but the battery died, so the radio station's naturally fucked up. Right. And so I apologized. I said, I'll take care of it. (laughs) Don't worry about it. I know you have a lot going on. There's a lot on your mind. You just drive away. I offer you nothing but understanding. (laughs) How quickly did that happen? How quickly did you take care of it? And she tells that story to today, John. She still tells that story about what a fucking awesome husband she has. Aww. (laughs) Really? How, How long... How long did it take you to fix those radio stations? Oh, I don't know. Who knows? I think my <laughs> daughter <days>. did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's too complicated. It's not the actual task. <laughs> it's a thought. Oh, I'm going to go sit in the car. And I'm going to think, wow, I really need to fix these radio stations. Yes. Well, that's good enough. All right. I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> I got a great story. Did I ever tell okay. you that story, Scott, about my wife and I in Arizona, and we're driving to a... You know how dark it gets in Arizona, right? Yes, very dark. Like <laughs> alien abduction dark. <laughs> I know. It's fucking dark. And it's it's we're driving to a, a Mexican restaurant. It's late, and she's on like this frontage road, but she's on the left side of the main road, and we're coming around the corner... And she's driving. I'm in the passenger seat, and I fuck with people so much when they're driving. So, <laughs> so as we're going around this corner to the left, there's headlights coming towards us, but they're not 
in our lane, but it looks like they are. And I'm like, oh my God, that car's coming right at us. It's, oh my God, oh my. And I put my hands on the dashboard and I know it's not going to hit us. She steers into the fucking rocks. (laughs) 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 And the car goes right by and I'm laughing my ass off. And she's motherfucking me up and down and we park and she's, you're a fucking jerk and blah, blah, blah. We get inside, we have a nice dinner, we drink some margaritas, we're a little tipsy, we pull out of there, and as we're driving, she's driving again, and I'm telling this story, and I'm very animated when I tell stories, and I'm talking, and she goes, oh my god, and my face nicks the dashboard, my face nicks the dashboard, I'm like, oh my god, what just happened, what, she goes, how do you like it? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. I love your wife. It was so She's goddamn awesome. funny. But she she didn't understand why I was laughing about it cuz I thought it was brilliant. It was fucking awesome. Whenever she catches me and she can and she's right, she has a party. She opens ice cream, she calls people. Yeah. Nice. I was driving TP once. <laughs> And I'm I said, driving Mr. Daisy, his, he didn't put his seatbelt on. I'm like, TP, put your seatbelt on. And he still didn't put his seatbelt on. And like two minutes later, we're going through an intersection and a guy blows a red light and I got to lock him up. This is before oh analog brakes. So I lock him up. <laughs> TP goes flying into the rearview mirror. Oh my God. <laughs> and his head like smashes into the windshield, the rear view and the windshield. Oh, my God. And now the first thing he does is put a seatbelt on <laughs> every time he gets in my car. I tell you that. See, that'll learn him. <laughs> so you, uh, Once again, you're I, I'm educating. People. Yes, I'm educating. You're educating. <laughs> <laughs> so you're the one that turned him into a right winger. <laughs> was it me? Yeah, he's yeah, very you liberal gave him, before that. You now gave he's him very, very conservative. The window. <laughs> you, you educated him too far, Scott. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, it's good times. Good story. <laughs> story time I with Chad had, and Scott. I, I did 18 road tests today. Oh. So that means you got an 18. Eight, eight, <laughs> Spin it out. <laughs> you got an 18 different cars today? Yes. Yes, Spin I did. 18. And then, right. and then I did, and 25% of those road tests were all in Spanish. Oh. You speak Spanish, right? Habla inglés? I mean, habla español? <laughs> yo, yo hablo español un poquito. ¿Sí? ¿Por qué? Un poquito. ¿Yeah? ¿Sí? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boma la cama porque... Uh, <coughs> let me start over. Boma la cama porque tengo mucho grande pinga. ¿Sí? You said absolutely nothing. Oh, really? <laughs> You said derivatives of tanga, tango, yeah, yeah. tanga. Whatever. Go back to Rosetta Stone and figure <laughs> it out. Oh, Scott. <laughs> Mr. Bilingual. <laughs> Fucking, what is that? All right. Hold on. Kudach, yabe, pichka, svaki, don. So. yo quiero Taco Bell, So, DMV. What is your best DMV? What did you call it? Driving store? Uh, you had to yeah. dr- drive test 18 today? What is your best <laughs> driving test story of all time? Let's hear it right now. Of, of all time. All oh, time. God. 
Not oh, somebody else's. Okay. Yours. This, 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 this lady, uh, she had to be in her 80s. I swear to... Oh, and she's yeah. getting her license or she's trying to renew it? She's trying to renew it. So every time when you're, by the, when you're age 75 in the state of Illinois, you have to do that. And then you have to do a drive to renew your driver's license. So this lady is 80 years old, okay? Or over 80, whatever. I didn't really pay any attention, but I don't even think she knew she was driving. So <clears throat> we're coming coming to the stoplight. I tell her to go left at the stoplight. And she says, okay. And we get to the left turn lane and she goes past it a little bit. No, get in the left turn lane. Get in the left. And she, oh, 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 okay. I'll get in the left turn lane. She gets in the left turn lane. So then right then and there, I'm like, oh God, this is not going to be a good one. We're going to die. So we're going to die. We get to the stop sign and she just stopping and then going. You can tell that it's just a routine. She's not even looking. She doesn't even know what she's doing. So this finally, we, we, we do a downhill park. She couldn't even do that. I had her go backwards around the corner to the right. She just about went up on the curb. I was like, oh my God, we got to get out of here. So I'm having her go back to the facility. And we get to the stop sign. There's two people ahead of us. They're waiting for cross traffic to stop or to, to clear so that they can turn or go straight, whatever. She's watching this, okay? I'm thinking, oh, good. She sees that the people in front of us have to stop and wait for cross traffic. Maybe she will, too. Wrong. So we get it's our turn. We get up to the stop sign. And I'm telling her, I'm telling her she has to go left at the stop sign. She stops and she goes. (laughs) And there's a truck coming from the right and a truck coming from the left. And she doesn't see either. And I say, stop. Oh, my God. She looked at me and she went, what? What? Oblivious. Like, yeah. Totally oblivious. I had to change my underwear. So you had to fail her. I, I totally <laughs> I had to totally change my underwear. <laughs> he goes, yes, exactly. Really? You really shit in your pants? No, she I sharded. A, I, I sharded? peed a little. You what? Yes. <laughs> she, she peed a little is what you said. <laughs> I, just, I right. just piddled a little, but it was so... Scary. And you had to fail her. Right, I failed her. She's like, wait, why? She couldn't understand why I failed her. She didn't even know what she did wrong. Did somebody bring her there or she came on her own? She came on her own. (laughs) So when you fail her and you take her license away, does she have to call somebody (laughs) to get a ride home? How does that work? I don't take her license away. I give it right back to her. I can't take it away. I just tell her, "Your your license isn't renewed yet. But it's no longer and valid. Not not necessarily because they can come in yeah, before they, their license. Yeah, is month early, Scott. Come on, give me well, the program. They can come in more than that. So they she can, can come, come in, in every day until she passes this thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. It's, uh, every day, can... it's a little more practice. <laughs> <laughs> so after the sixth time, we send her to the doctor. <laughs> yeah. Send Julie to the cleaners. 
Yes, I'm Julie the Queen. Oh my God, I had to fail. I had to fail a former police officer. <laughs> what did he do? Officer. Like, did he just get into like total chase mode or what? <laughs> no, dude. He he committed three violations, three traffic violations on the road test, and he was like, "You gotta, you gotta effing be kidding me! You're gonna fail me." I'm like, uh, yeah, you committed three violations on this road test. You of all people should know better. And I'm like, I can't believe I just said that to a former police officer. (laughs) (laughs) You're like God. I know. So I walked into the facility. I'm like, please don't remember my name. Please don't remember. Yeah, right. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was awful. That was absolutely awful. But that one lady, she didn't even know she was driving. I know she didn't know she was driving. I didn't see her come back after that either. I, oh, my God. <clears throat> yeah. 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 Yep. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I got, in a, I got in a car accident on Saturday with one of my road tests. What? You have to yeah. fail them, right? <laughs> Of course. Of course. Of course. Tet. <laughs> Did you just say tet? Tet. Tet. <laughs> 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 see, she didn't understand what a street was. A what? She didn't understand what a street was. <laughs> a street? I told her to turn right on the street. On yeah. the next street that we came to, turn right. Instead, she turned right into a driveway, into like a parking lot driveway. <laughs> and she went head on into a rock. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's all right. When I went to, to uh, meet you to have your car fixed, I drove on the sidewalk <laughs> in front of a cop. And I realized, <laughs> oh, because I saw the gas station where we had to drop your car off, and I was in the wrong yeah. parking lot. I'm like, I thought, right. oh, this is a little street, and then I drive on it, and I realize I'm driving on the sidewalk in grass, oh, and there's a God. cop across the street. I didn't even tell you this, and I had to back Whoa. up because <laughs> I, <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? And went all the way. Whoa, it was snowing so hard I couldn't see. Uh, Remember, like it, it was it was yeah. snowing like big flakes, like was, the size of your was. hand. I would just say, I would just like to add, likely excuse. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, right. That's no excuse there, John. That's right. <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. I don't think so. Winner, winner, sheen dinner. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Anyway. All right, guys. All right, I Julie. Need to get going. <clears throat> Thanks for calling. All right. Talk to you guys later. See you Thursday. Later. Right. Bubba. Later. Bye. <laughs> Jesus Julie, folks. She's on again. Jesus Julie. She's Jesus. like she's like God's plague. <laughs> what? I don't know. She's with us all the time now. Ah, yes. All right, John. Speaking uh, of God. Yeah, movies. Let's move on to movies. <laughs> I <don't> Speaking <laughs> of God, let's move on to movies. I think we have time for that. All right. Let's move on to movies, John. You saw a couple of movies. What did yeah, you I see? did. Um, I saw, let's see, Scott. I saw, um, what did I see? Uh, well, I we went to see RoboCop on Valentine's Day, my lovely wife and I. 
went to Harry Carey's for our annual uh, steak dinner uh, for Valentine's Day. And what I love about Harry Carey's, I've said this all the time, no matter how busy it is, people just don't know you can walk right into the bar and sit down and have a nice full-on meal like you could in the white tablecloth section. Plus, you right. get sports on the television right there. So uh, we went there. We had a nice dinner. She wanted to go see the new RoboCop movie. So we went over to Movie Co. and um, and sat in the premiere. And within a half hour of the movie, I thought the movie was only a half hour long because I woke up right at the very end. <laughs> So I, I only saw about a half hour of it, so I really can't comment uh, too much on it. She actually fell asleep first, and then um, I I heard her snoring and woke her up, and then I dozed off, but she did not wake me up because she said I was sleeping so peacefully. How about that? Yeah, that was very nice. And you weren't snoring or anything? No, I, I don't know if I was or not. She didn't say. That's nice. So uh, we drove home. So I have not seen RoboCop. The second movie was Ender's Game. We rented that. Um, I think Friday night, and I was so exhausted, I could not keep my eyes open. But I'm told by my son and my wife it was a very good movie. Well, there you go. So you have two slight recommendations <laughs> <laughs> because you fell asleep in both of these movies. Yeah. Well, here's what I saw, John, on, based on your recommendation. Flight. I saw Flight with Denzel Washington. I haven't seen that movie, so I don't know how I recommended how it. But did you, I, you recommended it to me. I did not. I've never seen it. Come on. How is that possible? <laughs> My mind is what gone, is John. wrong with you, man? No Somebody doubt. recommended this Somebody. to me. So, no doubt. Basically, it's the story of... Are you sure it wasn't you? God damn it. Dude, I have not seen that movie yet. Flight. It's on, like, Netflix with Denzel. or something. I could swear it was you. I would bet my own life it was you that said, oh, this it, the opening scene, this guy is as cool as a fucking cucumber when this plane <laughs> is crashing. I didn't see it yet. Who told me that? I don't know, you psycho. And I, I give you credit for that. Thank you you. didn't even oh, see the thanks, movie. Scott. Uh, so I a- see the movie, and I agree with you, John. I agree with the memory <laughs> that I have that I manufactured of you telling me that the first 45 minutes were fucking fantastic, and Denzel is cool as a fucking cucumber. So what? there's this plane. Like Scully. He's in this plane. Or Sully. And, uh, uh, oh, the opening scene of this movie is really fantastic. 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 Uh, but he's in this plane, and the plane has a mechanical problem, and he saves most of the people there. A couple most. of people die in this crash. Uh, but it's he's as cool as a fucking cucumber, yeah. and his co-pilot is going out of his mind. He can't handle it, and Denzel's just like, chill hey, out, dude. relax. I got this. I'm going to tell you what to do, and then he gets a flight attendant involved. He's like, hey, come here, baby. I need you to help me out. Uh, he gets her involved, and he's just so super cool, but really the story is about this alcoholic who happens to be a pilot. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't see this movie? I did not see it, man. I have memories of you saying to me (laughs) that he's totally fucked, and then he gets out of it at the end. I've never seen it, You're bullshitting me, aren't you? I'm kidding. Come on. What are all these noises? I have no idea. (laughs) All right, so... uh, Oh, so here's the thing. I got this... (laughs) It's this whole other story. Yeah. Um... We decided to get a new TV. Right. 
And I think that the TV that we have in our living room is 42 inches. I think that, right? Right. So I do some measuring, and I look up on the interwebs, and uh, if we get a 55-inch TV, that means we have four inches on either side. Oh, that's why you're asking how big my TV was. Right. So we decide we're going to get a 55-inch because I measured our current TV. Well, I never measured our current TV, <laughs> but I measured four inches on each side of our current TV, and that would be a 55-inch. fucking right? dummy. Oh, my God. We don't God. have a 42-inch TV. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a 46-inch TV. We don't have that. We have a 32-inch oh, TV. Oh, my God. So I bring home this 55-inch TV, and it's fucking massive. <laughs> it, like, takes up the whole room. I'm like, what is going on? I swear it was... And it took me, like, 10 minutes, and I finally figured out, wait a minute, this isn't a 46-inch TV. It's a 32-inch TV. <laughs> so dumb. So, yeah, but now you got like a big movie theater in your. No, 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 no. no. So I'm like a. You it, took it back? I took it back. Oh, you should have kept it. Well, I went to app. You get used to it. No, this was. this. I would not get used to this. <laughs> Mine's a 55 and it's hanging on the wall. It looks perfect right there. Right, it's hanging on the wall, but we have like this entertainment thing and it. it <laughs> Dwarfed our entertainment center. So what? You would get used to it. No. Believe me. Yes. I sat there and I looked at it. I'm like, can I get used to this? <laughs> yeah, you would. I don't know if I can get used yeah, to this. You would have got used to it. So I got it from. Was Apt. it 3D? No, no, no. Yeah, Apt is the place to so go. So I man. take it back. I stuff it back in the box. My daughter helps me because I'm having trouble with the stand. I'm like, how the fuck did the stand get packed? She helps me out. We have to tip the thing over, open the bottom to jam the stand in, oh, and then my. tape it back up. So we, I take it back, and Abt is the customer service is so fucking I know, fantastic, aren't they? I, they have no, you know, they have a couple of questions, but I'm like, yeah, it's too big. I need, and I go talk to this woman. I'm like, yeah, I, it's just got too big. If you have the 50 inch in the same uh, uh, brand and same version, but 50 inch, not 55. She's like, yeah, let me see what I can do. It turns out it's the same price because the 55 was on sale. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, it's the same price. Oh, she, I don't know. Oh, well, let me go man. talk to the salesman. She oh, talks to the salesman. He no. comes back. They knock like 200 bucks off. Whoa. Awesome. Nice. That's fucking cool. So I get the 50-inch. I get, the, get that thing home. I set it up, and I'm watching, and it's great. It's fucking great. And I'm watching, you know, the night before on the 32-inch, yeah. which is an HD, but it's not as good as this yeah. one. Yeah, it's a DLP, right? Your old it's an, one. Uh, yeah, so this is an LED yeah. uh, top-of-the-line yeah. fucking Samsung. Top of the, with so the, Wi-Fi, with yeah, 3D? Yeah. Smart, smart. You got 3D? No, I don't got 3D. Oh, see, mine's got 3D. I got the top-of-the-line, Yeah, man. that's the top-of-the-line there. I got top-of-the-line. So, <laughs> the night before, I watched Skyfall. So I'm like, all right, let me put Skyfall in and see you know, what the difference is. Yeah. I put it in, and I don't like it. I don't like it. So I take Skyfall out, and I put something else, and I put in... Um, uh, the Avengers. Were you watching a DVD? Uh, I was watching Netflix. Oh, oh, yeah. Netflix is all fucked up, man. Oh no, no. I'll tell you why. No, it's the, yeah. well, no, okay. Maybe you, you can. You said you put put it in, but you yeah, can't I didn't. put it in. I didn't. It's Netflix. <laughs> I didn't put it in. <laughs> you put it in. I guess I turned it on. <laughs> uh, so, but what? Here's here's what I'll I had a real problem with, with. You got Comcast? No, I got uh, Wow. Yeah. Here's the fucking problem. Yeah. And I've been trying to figure out how to quantify this. Yes. Have, did you ever used to watch PBS? Um, yeah. Like iClaudius. Have you ever seen iClaudius? 
Uh, no. Great PBS series. No, but yeah. Anyway, when you watch that, you could tell that you know the, the sets were sparse and and the some about the cameras uh you could it, it, you could tell you were watching a play like it wasn't a tv production it was right. a play right and i f- i fucking put skyfall in and it's like i got daniel oh, craig I in know. the fucking room <laughs> yeah i know what's wrong and it freaked me the fuck out <laughs> right <laughs> my wife had the same problem yeah you got that digital motion thing setting you got to undo I got to, okay, so. Yeah, I'll tell you exactly how to fix that. You can tell me that off, yeah. offline, but I'm watching My this. wife has said the same thing, man. It was creepy. It's creepy. It's, it's like, not like a movie. Right. It's, there's no, uh, <laughs> there's no division. Right. There's no, it's like Daniel Craig is in my fucking living it's room. so crisp and, yes. and weird. Yeah. That's why I put the Avengers on. I'm like, this is sci-fi. This is fucking the Hulk and <laughs> Thor running around. <laughs> And I'm watching it. It's like they're in my living room. It's like I'm watching a play. I'm not watching a movie. And I was really fucking disturbed by that. So I found the setting that said watch it as a movie. But that really didn't help. No, it's it's the TV. You got to change the motion. Um, there's like a motion sensor. I forget what it's called. But it's in your, your display settings. And once you turn it off, it's fine. All right. So I, got, I have to do that because... It freaks me out. Yeah, I don't like it. It reduces the motion blur that LCD and LED, LCD TVs with the LED light or whatever kind of light you have behind it, they have a certain kind of blur to them, and this buffers it and tightens it up so you don't have that blur, but it really is disturbing because it looks like a, a, a less like a film, more like a video, you know? It's very more cri- like a play. Yeah, like right. They're they're in my living room, yes. and I don't yeah. want them in my living room. <laughs> I want them to be on a screen, yes, on a on a movie, in a, in a movie <laughs> that I can't walk into. You're yes. hilarious, man. You are so <laughs> that fucking freak computer the fuck out. genius, fucking. Physics guy, you can't figure out a fucking TV and jumper cables for Christ's sake. Well, I was on one hand, I was fascinated by my reaction, so I didn't necessarily want to fix it. I wanted to see if I could get over it, but I can't get over it. Oh, so he psychoanalyzes the the, the display of yeah. the television. Unbelievable! Yeah, yeah. Oh, I got such a fucking headache right now. All right, so yeah, flight. Um, I recommend it. It was uh, performances are great all around, and uh, the first forty five minutes are are really really good. Um, and then, but it's it's kind of depressing. But it's got a kind of a ha- kind of a happy ending, I guess. Yeah, you know, because he figures out, yeah, I'm a fucking alcoholic, and I need to do something about it. Um, but what a miserable, miserable uh, existence to be addicted to alcohol like that. Uh, and to always be uh, inebriated yeah. or hungover. Yeah, yeah. Those are the two states that you're <laughs> right, in. Right, right. And, and to still be able to function as a pilot is, uh, is interesting to me. All right, John. So that's uh, I, I did see something else, but I have no recollection, so it must not have been very good. <laughs> it's funny, man. Yeah. So we can move. What else? What else? Um, oh, the other thing is, I, John, am going to Europe. Right next. When do I leave? Not 
Did you get in touch with Amber? I did. Oh, this Sunday. This Sunday, I'm going to Europe. I'll be in uh, Leiden, which is outside of Amsterdam, Monday through Friday. Then Friday, I jet to uh, Heathrow in London. And uh, Andrew UK uh, is hooking up a lunch. I guess he has something going on at night, Friday night. Yeah. But he's he made some reservations at this place for lunch. Uh, I'm going to be joined uh, by Amber, Way of the Bob, uh, Andrew UK, and the great Stefan C. Nice. And then, uh, yeah. And then I come home uh, the following Sunday. So that is very, very cool. That sounds great, man. Yeah, yeah. And I get to fly, fly. I get to fly business class. How about that? Across the Atlantic. Yeah, yeah. That's the way to go. It's the only way to fly, Scott. That is the way to go, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah. I got a package delivered to my house. It says here at uh, Thursday, and nobody told me. You haven't seen the package? No. <laughs> What do you think it is? I know what it is. Oh. All right. There I you bought, have it. I bought something. You bought something. I bought something. Uh, what, 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 there was one more thing I wanted what, to say. Uh, uh, movies. Oh, you're going to Europe. We talked about movies, right? Uh, oh, so that means I can't podcast next week. That's uh, what that means. Oh, I, actually, I can. If you want to do a Skype thing, I can Skype. What day? Whenever. Whenever you're available, I'll, um, I'll be available. Sunday, actually, we're working on a demo. Um, oh, how about that? Modern Elixir. And, yeah, uh, that's your band. Yes, Modern. that's correct. And um, I've finished, I have one more song of drum tracks to finish. And then I think Julie's going to come over Sunday and she's going to lay down vocals for a scratch. And then I'll bring Tommy and Phil in the following week and they'll lay down their parts and Tommy's overdubs and then Julie will come back in and finish off her parts, and we'll have a CD of five a songs. CD? How about that? Yeah, that you five, distribute five to covers. who? So that you can play it places, right? Yeah, right. Just uh, promotional, uh, for promotional reasons. Yeah, And mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll hear some of that on the show, John. That's correct. Yeah, of course. <clears throat> all right, then. Well, that's all I had for this evening. Episode 293. Yeah. You got anything else there, John? No, I don't. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I did. I did. My uh, my son had a birthday party. A birthday. That's right. He turned fifteen. Fifteen on uh, Saturday, and we um, uh, he wanted to go to Villa Olivia. Have you ever been there? No. Where is it? It's um, it's out by uh, Bartlett, I guess, out that way, off of fifty nine and uh, Naperville Road, that area. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And um. It's a, it's a little tiny ski lodge. It's like a little anthill for skiing, and they have they have tubing, and, and uh, they wanted to go snowboarding. So we hooked up eight kids and took them all snowboarding. And uh, my son's only been snowboarding once. He actually got lessons at uh, Alpine Valley a couple of weeks ago, and my daughter did as well, and Another kid that was with us, he's been snowboarding before, so he kind of had some experience. But the rest of the kids never did it. And the neighbor 
kid, girl, uh, she uh, she's going down the hill, and she wipes out into the tow rope in the middle of the hill. So I don't see anybody helping her. She can't get up. She's trying to get up. So I run down the hill, and I help her up, and I get her up, and I straighten her out, and she starts going down, and I start coming back up the hill. And a ski patrol guy skis up to me and goes, hey, you can't be on the hill without a lift ticket. I'm like, <laughs> well, yeah, clearly I'm not wearing skis. I'm not violating any free skiing. But this kid just wiped out. What the fuck are you doing? Yelling at me for helping somebody. So I got yelled at within the first half hour of being at the slope. Nice. And uh, so the kids had a great time. They're, they're hitting the... They, I saw the picture. They got beat up pretty bad. They had bloody knees and everything. And they wanted to do the tubing. So I said to my wife, look, my son's got Listen. ripped off for every birthday since he was a baby because his birthday's in February and the weather's always shitty and they can't do anything except laser tag or something. And now they're doing this. So give my daughter the credit card and if you know they want to go tubing, just pay for all of them to go tubing. And it's like 20 bucks per person for two hours. So they went all tubing. It's like eight kids. And uh, and I left. I went home because my son decided he wanted to have everybody come over to the house. I'm like, fuck, okay. So I had to shoot home and buy beer and ice and all that crap. And then my wife shows up and she goes, you know, you got to go back there. I'm like, what do you mean? Well, you got to pick up the kids. I said, oh, that's right. We both had to drive because there's so many. Uh, so I'm like, how are we going to do this? We got people coming over at five, blah, blah, blah. Well, anyway, to make a long story short, we go back. We get the kids. We make it home just as people start walking in the house. And uh, my kids had the fucking best time of their lives. And all I could think of is when Joe and I used to go to Wilmot. Like every other weekend, we'd go up there and go skiing. And I said to myself, next year, man, I'm going to get my shit together, my knees back in shape so I could go skiing nice. with the kids. Because it looked like so much fucking fun snowboarding. And then the tubing, they have this hill. I guess at Wilmot, they got like 20 tube runs. But this one, they just got the one. And the hill's real long, and these kids are fucking hauling down the, the this hill. And then they kind of go up a smaller hill that curves around and brings them right back to the tow rope. So they literally just got to get off the tube for like 10 steps up to the tow rope, and it drags them back up the hill again. Nice. So they had a blast doing that, and then they went back on the slopes and snowboarded again. Then we had a party at our house. And Jesus Julie came with her kids. She brought her son and her older daughter. Her middle daughter went to a sleepover, and they had a blast. They stayed till like 10, 11 o'clock. And, uh, yeah, it was a great time. Kids, my son had a, the fucking time of his life. Was it crowded? At the, well, no, we got there early. The trick is to get there at like 9, 9.30. Ah. And then you get all your gear and everything, and you're good to go. By the time they got their gear on, the place was packed. So when they hit the hill, they had a they had a good amount of time, about an hour, where it was just maybe 
10, 15 kids on the hill. Uh, by the time we went and had some lunch and came back, it was there was a ton of people. So if you're not a good snowboarder, it's really tough to stop. You know, you, you've, you know, you know how to ski, you know how to skate. You've skied before, right? Right. So you're probably a good skier, good skater. And I thought it would be the same as uh, riding a skateboard, but I'm told it's not. Because the boots are similar to ski boots, except you're facing sideways. And you have to learn how to, to turn. You have to turn your head. And when you turn your head, it inadvertently turns your body. When you want to cut in the snow, you got to lift your toes to cut with your heels and then push down on your toes and lean forward to cut with your toes. So it's really, it's weird. It's like a skateboard, you kind of lead with one foot. It's pointing in one direction mm-hmm. when you get going, and then you kind of turn your feet sideways. Snowboard, you are always got your feet sideways. They're locked in. So it, it takes a good amount of skill. But if you got your balance, you're shooting straight down the hill and with no way to stop but to lay on the ground and flip over about 15 times. <laughs> yeah, there you have it. So it was uh, it was a great weekend, man. I, I oh, and then my daughter Sunday, she had a piece of um, artwork from our alma mater. She goes to our alma mater, Scott. Yes, uh, of course. And um, she's going to be a photography major, I think, at uh, Columbia College. Anyway, she did an art glass project, a mosaic, where she smashed up a bunch of pieces of colored glass glued them to a wooden panel, and then grouted them. I don't know if you saw the picture, but it's a, it's a VW bus, and it was in an art show at Elmhurst College, and then she got selected. Uh, only five students out of all the art students at uh, Maine West got selected uh, for the the regional high school art exhibit at the Sal Brothers Gallery, which is right like next to the Cell 1 uh, old Comiskey Park, the Sox yeah, stadium yeah, yeah. right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was a real big to-do, my friend. It was huge. Huge. Um, she didn't win any awards, but like she did in the last one, but it was really fucking cool. They had some really cool speakers that were talking about how you got to keep networking and get into, you know, if you really want to do this. Um, and what was cool is when I posted the pictures, one of our listeners... Uh, Jeff, he works in, I think it's Kokomo, Indiana, at a place called the... Oh, crap. No, I can't remember the place. It's a... it's They do glass blowing and stuff like that. They do all kinds of art glass. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- see if I could find it. And he said... Oh, yeah, he said it was really cool too. And if she ever needs any like glass or anything like Kokomo uh, Opalescent Glass is the name of the company. It's uh, www.kog.com website, and they um, they do all kinds of cool art glass. They do everything from blown glass. That's what he does to um, uh, mosaic, stained glass. Uh, they sell sheet glass. Uh, they have this whole factory there it's since like 1888. 
won all kinds of awards. Famous people shop at the place. They they make even the cool custom, what do they call those, light fixtures, uh, like uh, pendant light fixtures, the, the glass that goes on the outside. And uh, he's like, if you need anything, you know, let me know. I could send you all kinds of glass samples if she's going to do it. And what's weird, it, it wasn't even something that my daughter is known for, but she gets so into doing art and design that she just like immerses herself into it. She doesn't, she, you can't talk to her or anything. She's just in the zone and she's been waiting to get back another piece that she did. It was, it's a scratch plate where there's like ink on the plate and you scratch the ink off and you reveal a a picture. It's on metal. And uh, she went and talked to the teacher and says, Hey man, I never got this back. I really want it. And he says, Oh, um, we're submitting it to another art show. So that's going to be in another art exhibit, my, another piece my daughter has. Nice. And I uh, got some real nice uh, messages from Julie Haggis Vitae, Julie, the famous Julie Miller, who has now gone out on her own as an artist and has some really beautiful pieces. And she has signed up for Obamacare. Yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I showed my daughter these very awesome words of encouragement. She's really psyched. Uh, she's loving it. She, so, and one of the messages that Jeff had said was, you know, um, it's really hard to hear your kids say, I want to do art for a living, and then realize that they may end up sleeping in your basement the rest of their lives. Because art is is a difficult field to get into unless you tie some sort of, um, you know, some sort of commercial venture to it, you know. Otherwise, you're bouncing around freelancing from here to here to here to here to here, you know, whatever. I mean, for some people, that'll be great. For my daughter, I, I don't think she knows exactly what she wants to do yet. Who does when they get out of high school? I had no idea. Still don't even know what I want to do, and I'm going to be 50 this year. And I should have stuck with art because I was pretty decent at it at that age. Uh, But I didn't. And I would immerse myself into it. And I'd like to get back to drawing again like I used to. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it was a very exciting weekend for my kids. And really uh, was tough for me um, because my daughter's growing up and she's going to leave. Yeah, she's going to leave. It's really hard. And my son, uh, he's starting to, he's still a numbskull, but he's turning into a man. You know, he's starting. will still be a numbskull. numbskull. I mean, we're still numbskulls. Exactly. (laughs) But it's cool to see, and and some of the the jokes and stuff that he tells, like the punchlines, his timing is getting really good. Uh, The other day, he... He had me rolling on the floor because my wife is yelling at my daughter, and because uh, she kept forgetting this and forgetting that, and and uh, my wife says to my daughter, "Hey, what is wrong with you?" And Nathan, my son, yells from the kitchen, "She's a woman!" <laughs> it was great, man. And the timing—I can't do it as good. He had he had to be uh, had to be there, but. When he said it, my wife didn't hear it, luckily, because he still, he wouldn't be with us today. But um, the timing was beautiful, dude. I mean, he's just got it down. He's starting to 
we're starting to click on a level that we we didn't you know he was just a kid before so we never hit that level and now we're starting to click on that level it's kind of cool right you're gonna see that too i hope so someday (laughs) i hope so all right john before we leave tonight phil can't make it but before we leave i have one more story yeah um i work with people all over the world and today at work i got a compliment and it's from a guy named Rajesh. And here's what Rajesh said. So he, he's texting me, right? Yeah. He says, hi, Scott. Many thanks for the testing. God damn it. Hold on. Uh, many thanks for the testing. Thanks to you, we are ready with the change being moved to production. I replied, awesome. I hope I am. To which he replied, and I, I was meaning, I hope I'm ready for the move to production. He replied, oh, yes, you are awesome, too. oh all right well that's not what i meant but thanks man and it's funny you know why it's funny john because i know i'm fucking awesome that's why it's funny oh jesus christ (laughs) jesus i had to interview somebody today for another manager oh yeah yeah for our customer service department and i was kick ass man and you're <laughs> and interviewing yeah. a person, yeah. you were kick ass. That was good. Awesome. That was killer. That's awesome. Like, you want to do it? Yeah, bring them in. What do I know about customer service? I'll just, I go, do you got a list of questions for me you want them to ask them? No, no, we just want you to get a feel for the person. I started off with the typical, tell me about yourself, you know, that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. And this girl was, she was. Bright, uh, very engaging, great smile, personality, um, uh, and she had some anecdotal stories. You know, I I asked the questions like, uh, for me, I want to know what kind of movies they watch. You know, what kind of movies do you like? Uh, What do you do for fun? Um, If you had an irate customer, how would you handle it? Um, What kind of movies did she like? (laughs) She liked... um, uh, I like Billy Madison with Adam Sandler. (laughs) Next! (laughs) I would take her. uh, That would be perfect. No, um, I can't even remember. Um, I know she likes football as her favorite. I asked her what kind of book she reads. What's what's the late the last book you read? And she says, "Well, actually, I'm reading the Catching Fire series right now." I'm like, okay, very nice. And sometimes I like to hear, you know, are they reading some? Almost everybody's reading some uh, fiction or some novel or something. I want to hear like what kind is it? Like mystery, suspense? Is it uh, horror? Horror. Horror. Is it a political thriller? I rarely read fiction, John. Uh, Me too. I I don't like it that much. I don't know. I like watching fiction movies, obviously, but reading fiction, I don't get into it as much. I like... um, The last fiction I read was a a book your wife gave me, Stephen King, um, about JFK. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, time she, travel. She was great. She told me about a little bit about her dad, and um, and I asked her about her old position and and what kind of customer service and and does she like service and 
Um, could yes. she work well with a team? And what? Give me some examples of a team environment that all you worked great in. questions yeah. for interviewing. Yeah. Yes, fucking kicked ass, and she was good. <laughs> and you hired her? She's, Did you say yes? I said I, said I recommend this I person. Recommend. And I said, you know what? Uh, and you know what? <laughs> I, she probably should not work here. And they're like, why? I go because we're going to ruin her life. <laughs> <laughs> She's right. too good for our company. Well, there you have it. Uh, uh, one more thing, John. <laughs> <laughs> I ran into one of our listeners and one of your neighbors. Who got hurt? Did anybody get hurt? In Chipotle. When you ran into him? <laughs> uh, special Ed. It's supposed to be a joke, Scott. Special Ed. Yeah? At Chipotle oh, on that's uh, nice. Tui over there by Target. Yeah. And that Chipotle blows. I know. They're so fucking slow. They're slower oh, than God. shit. Uh, the Chipotle I go to in uh, in Bloomingdale, oh my God, they're so fucking awesome. That's how they are in Deerfield. They're so organized. They're on top of it. And and they recognize you. If they recognize you, they already got your shit going. It's great. Here's the key. Two keys to Chipotle. Yeah. One is the person that puts the original shit together yeah. has to have a sense of urgency. Right. And then the cash register person has got to know what the fuck is going on. Right. If you got that, those two things, all the middle people, they can be fuck-ups if they want. you got to have those two, your best people, your best yeah. and brightest, are making the burrito at the beginning and checking right. you out at the end. Kicking it off and then... So Special yeah. Ed and I stood Sealing in line for 20 minutes and it, pointed out all the flaws yeah. <laughs> in the Tui Chipotle over there by the Target. <laughs> oh, and Special Ed, his order was like... It was. I don't know what he was getting. <laughs> what? What are you? What uh, is that? Lettuce and uh, so one he, he gets, bean. <laughs> he gets all this shit, right? Yeah. I'm assuming for his family. Yeah. And they don't even put it in a bag for him. They just <laughs> shove it over at him. What? And he's got a. He, he didn't say anything. I'd be like, "Hey, put this shit in a bag." <laughs> he lives with three women, dude. Oh. Actually, four. His mother-in-law too. So he's got four women, a dog and a cat. So for him, I think at some point his brain has melted a little bit. And uh, he he loves getting out of the house. If his wife sends him <laughs> over to my house to pick up some tables or something, he's, he's over for, for like, like an, an hour. hour. Yeah. And and then his phone starts ringing. Oh, hold on, it's my wife. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm leaving now. I'm. I'm leaving. <laughs> well, you know, I. Um, so it, it, what happened is he was in in front of me, but they. I only had a burrito, and I left. And they're still trying to hook him up with all his shit. <laughs> and he's got to carry. They don't even give him a bag. He's got to carry like twenty different items. Uh. But I was there earlier with my daughter. This is a pretty good story. I'm there like, uh, my daughter loves burritos yeah. from Chipotle. So we, we're having a burrito. And it's at this Tui place, which I'm not going to go back to. I, I've had it with this place. <laughs> so we get our burritos and I, I'm biting into the burrito and it's crunchy because they overcooked the chicken to where it like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm it's, like, oh, it's... this is awful. <laughs> so I'm complaining to my daughter. I'm like, we're never coming back here. This place sucks. It's awful. So I push my shit to the side. She's still eating. This guy walks over and he's at the soda machine and he works there and he's like the manager. Yeah. 
And he comes over and he stops at the table. Hey, so how is everything? And I look at him. Oh, it's great. It was really oh, great. What? <laughs> and my daughter gave me the hardest fucking time. Oh, my God. I'm like, look, I don't want to cause any you trouble. coward. <laughs> it's not I'm a coward. I, I just want this conversation to be over. Dude, you and know. And if I complain, it's not going to be over. It's going to go know, on you know, and on. You know what my daughter does? If the guy were walking over and started talking, it, she she her radar would go off and she'd grab my arm and go, Dad. Don't say anything. Dad, please don't. Because you say stuff. Because I go mental. <laughs> yeah, I go, what is it? One time I went off on the chef at a restaurant. I went, I just went off. I'm like, my water glass isn't filled. I didn't get asked for another drink. The prices you charge here, you think this was Ruth's Chris. It's not. My steak was cold. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. They brought us all this food out and desserts and my daughter's like, I can't believe you yelled at that man. Oh, my God. She fucking hates it because I go crazy. I did it once at Harry Carey's, too. <laughs> I started taking pictures of the food, and my flash <laughs> is going off like crazy. And they're like, what are you doing? I go, I'm going to post this shit on Facebook. <laughs> Ju- what is this colossal shrimp? My ass. Look at the size of these things. They're like, well, they shrink when they cook, sir. I'm like, well, not that much. <laughs> Then change the name from Colossal to Shrunken Shrimp. Well, here's how I deal with it. I just don't go back. And I, I don't want to... No, see, I like to educate, Scott. See, that's where... I, I don't know why you don't... I don't like that because here's... I don't want to talk to these people. <laughs> I don't, if, uh, but you paid good money, man. What? If I would, I'll never what? spend there again. Oh, my God. I'll just go somewhere else because <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> your uh, your product is for shit. No, but it's not the I, product. It's it's the execution. It's the execute. Whatever. It's for shit. And I don't want to get involved. I don't want. It's like <laughs> if I saw a crime happen, I'd turn and walk the other way because I don't want to get involved. <laughs> Just leave me alone. Leave me alone. <laughs> you kill me, man. <laughs> You didn't say, oh, it was great. It was delicious. Oh, yes, it's the great. best burrito it's I ever had. It's really great. Really mm-hmm. doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody everybody has a sense so of urgency tasty. here, and uh, they make me feel right at home. Yeah. What the fuck's that guy doing? What is that jerk sauce he's putting in there? That's not mayonnaise. It's mayonnaise. What the hell? Yeah. It's just off. Yeah. Off. Jesus Christ. Hey, you know what that sound is, guys? I know what that means, John. 293. Is that the episode? To a close. That's, That's right. right. That's right. And another show with Ju- Julie and Julie, back to back, Jesus Julie on the show. This time she, she called in. We had a little bit of technical difficulty. Thanks to Max for calling in and Skeptical Zach for leaving two voicemails, not, not one, just one. But two, John. Two. And we miss Bambi Jones. She must have called Sunday or the Sunday before. I don't know why she didn't leave a message. She probably wants to talk um, live, yes. John. Play Bam- Shitter Shinola. And she's from Japan. Bambi Jones is That's from right. Japan, our listener from Japan. So She's from Japan, educated in California, went back to Japan. Is That's that right? right? That's right. Hey, how about that for memory? How about that? Right on. So anyway, if you want to call into the show, Scott... That's you, if you want to call. Yes, because I will be Not calling and I'll be in Europe. That's that's right. That's right, John. Exa- exactly. Exactly. 
Uh, you can call the show by calling 224-244-7631. That's 224-244-7631 or 224-BIG-ROD-1. Or you could Skype us uh, at TTN underscore J-O-N. Uh, leave a message. You can call us. Uh, hopefully we'll be doing more shows uh, consistently. Yes. Uh, because I'm starting dance class on Mondays. Yes. So we're going to shoot for Sundays. Is that correct? That correct? is correct. John. Okay. All right. Well, that's all I have this week. How about you, Scott? That's about it for me, John. All right. Well, uh, that's it. Uh, Total Talk Dances with John and Scott. 293 is in the can. Say goodnight, Scott. Goodnight, Scott. Listening to John and Scott. A total talk nonsense.